Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind, behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shaped some of the people that you know, love, and follow. All right, everyone, let's jump into it. So I want to talk about outbound performance management, okay? And really, um, I did a post this morning, maybe some of you saw it, talking about activity metrics. And... Um, you know, I, I've done a few different. I did a few different polls last year, where given the month, it was anywhere. It's usually the lowest it ever got. I think was seventy one percent. It was seventy one percent of people said that their team was missing their outbound number. Seventy one percent. And my bet, my best guess is that it's seventy one percent now. And what's it going to look like in twenty twenty three? I think twenty twenty three is going to be a very difficult year for outbound the way that we've known it. I've got a post going out tomorrow that I think somebody, some people, and I, you know, I'll give a little tease to it today. You all can tell me your insights on it. Maybe you're like, Jake, I think that's garbage. But um, 2023 is going to be a tough one. I think 2023 just in sales in general is not going to be the easiest year we've had in a long time. And I think a lot of sellers, if you're out there listening, and let's say you started selling back in 2018, maybe 2017, 2015, I don't think you've seen a year like this. And candidly, even when I look back to 2007, 8, 9, and what those years look like, they were tough. But maybe I was just young and dumb, <laughs> didn't know enough about the economy to where they didn't really affect my teams as much. Um, or I was good at, at advocating for quota adjustments, uh, which was which is a skill in its own as a leader. Um, but I can just tell you, this is not going to be the easiest year. And so we're going to have to get creative. We're going to have to think about, um, you know, some of the issues that we've been, we should have dealt with years ago in outbound uh, that we need to, to deal with sooner than later. All right. So the first thing I'm going to talk a little bit about is um, performance today and why this is a problem. Okay. I'm going to copy and paste a couple things in the comments. Like I said, feel free guys, start dropping the questions in here. You know, if you're like, Jake, here's what we're doing for outbound. Um, drop your question in there. All right. So let's talk a little bit about some of these details here. All right, um, which is around the idea of performance. Okay. And and that's what I want to talk about first here is just maybe like defining this idea of performance and why this is a problem. Um, the amount of money that teams are spending on outbound continues to rise, right? We continue to want to throw, you know, Aaron Ross created this concept a while ago in predictable revenue. He called it seeds, nets, and spears. So seeds are things like you know organic LinkedIn traffic, PR, um, nets is marketing, and spears is outbound. And why we like spears is it feels good. We're doing something. We're not like waiting for something to come into the net. We're not planting a seed and watching it grow. So outbound has been a very big part of this. And so what, what we've seen is organizations, because it feels more actionable and trackable, have looked at these ability to do more and throw more spears as a leading indicator of success. And, and, and candidly, like if you read my post this morning, if not, go and check out my post from this morning a few hours. Um, it used to work. Like it used to be, look, you could say 
the number of spears I throw is the top of the funnel metrics for me to then see what converts. Because every email I sent, every call that I made had a call to action. I was trying to generate a meeting from every single um, uh, you know, activity that I did. Well, you know, about 2018, 2019, this thing called LinkedIn came about. Okay. And um, we just haven't really adapted to think about, well, hmm, if I'm asking my team to like or comment, it's interesting. Uh, in this post, some people commented like, you can track that. I'm like, dude, the only way you can track this activity is like by someone manually entering it. Like, oh, I'm going to go to Salesforce and, and manually say I connected with these four people. I'm going to manually say I like these people's or commented. No way, man. No sales rep's going to do that. So that's why I say you can't track it um, as a part of that. So I, I want us to think about, look, the problem is that, is that we used to track outbound activities and every single thing that or activity that we asked a rep to do... Sorry, I'm trying to figure out my microphone here. It keeps spiking. Um, every single thing that we asked our rep to do was related to doing that. So tracking activities made sense because they were only doing activities um, at the top of the funnel that then had a direct correlation. Now we're doing those activities, but we're also doing all these other activities that we can't track. And so to me, this is a big part of the issue is that if we want to come up with a performance mindset, we have to be okay that there may be some parts of this we can't track. And I think that's a really difficult concept to deal with um, as a part of this. So just at a high level, just kind of recapping the post from this morning. If you have any questions, you want to challenge me on it, I'm happy to have that conversation. You know, if you're like, Jake, I don't agree. I think you should track activity metrics. I'm all for it. Like I said in my post this morning, I'm all for tracking activity metrics if people aren't hitting their numbers. If they're hitting their numbers, let them do whatever the hell they want to do to get there. Let your sales team be creative, right? Let them go out and find cool new ways to break things and you know, make it happen as opposed to not. So that's number one. So go read the post. These are just some more of my thoughts around like what needs to change in 2023. Okay, I want to talk next about this concept of performance management for outbound. Okay, I want you to think about this idea. And this isn't people performance management. I'm not talking about, um, you know, how do I get my reps to learn a new skill? I'm not talking about that. I mean, there is a little bit of that. Maybe you could say that's involved in this, but that's not what the point of this is. I want to do a quick analogy for you. Okay. If marketing spends, okay, it's very, very straightforward. If marketing spends, let's say $100,000 a month on Google AdWords, marketing is typically used and LinkedIn ads, whatever. They're going to spend at least 10 to 20% of that budget to optimize its performance. Well, of course, we're going to do that. We're going to have an agency. We're going to have somebody whose sole job is to optimize the performance, the ad copy, the ad format, the targeting, the audiences, the campaign segments, um, the uh, graphics, the design. We have one person or an agency who's solely dedicated to optimizing the performance. What is the goal of a Google AdWord or a LinkedIn ad? To generate a qualified opportunity, right? That's what it's trying to do, right? So I'm just going to spend 100000 on my costs, and then I'm going to spend another 120,000. I'm going to spend a total of 120,000 because I know I'm going to need to spend 15 or 20,000 a month to optimize the performance of the 100,000. Okay, now instead, let's take a I'll just do some quick math there. I should have had this on the ready, right? But let's just say we're spending $100,000 a month on SDRs. Average SDRs making what? 
set eight, eight grand a month, something like that. We're just going to say that eight grand all in loaded. That's 12 SDRs. Okay. Today we spend at part, the SDR manager, okay, is who we always go to. She or he is managing the team. They're like, you know, listening to calls, coaching them. They're not looking at the data, looking at the analytics, looking at the sequence by sequence performance. Your sales ops people, they don't, they haven't been in, like mostly they haven't been in sales. So they also don't know how to like look at copy and be like, hey, why is this email great? Why does this one suck? So what you're doing instead is we're spending, if we're spending $100,000 a month on SDRs, we're spending like four or five grand a month on optimizing the performance of that team and that system. Marketing spends 15 to 20,000 a month to optimize Google AdWords. Sales spends like four to five grand a month. So one third of the cost to optimize outbound performance. Because if I, I want you to think about this, what do you need to optimize? You need a data and insights person. Insights person. First hire. Someone, okay, who can look at the data real quickly. Hey, oh, uh, oh, that sequence is popping. That one's not working. Let's double down. Hey, I see step three in this sequence is getting a much higher reply rate. How do we move that up? Right? Most, most teams do not have somebody doing this <laughs> or a part of a part-time. Most teams treat optimizing outbound sequences like a campaign something that we're going to do every six months. If we are pumping hundreds of thousands of data points through a system, why aren't we optimizing it every week? If I'm sending out and my team is doing you know, hundreds of thousands of activities, you should be optimizing that every week, not every six months, and not just writing a bunch of sequences and thinking that we're done, right? So again, like you need a data and in, an insights person. The next thing you probably need, you probably need a copywriter. Copy person, hire two, right? You need someone, because again, the data and insights person is like, look, here's what I'm seeing from the data. This week, <laughs> this sequence has been performing and has been, here's how it's been trending over the last four weeks. This step and these other three sequences is performing, right? We need to, and then these ones are underperforming, but you know, feel like they could be winners. Great, that's where the copywriter comes in. Okay, and then lastly, you needed a strategy lead. Hire three. So you have to have all three of these people to run the system. Because then what you need is someone who says, hmm, okay, I'm looking at this sequence. Why is this one popping? Why is this one doing so well? Ooh, ooh, I see it. I see it. It's because this one's working so well because this sequence is, is crushing it here. This sequence is doing really well here. It's got six steps, eight steps. Why is this sequence... Oh, it's these two pieces of content. What if I took this piece of content that's performing well in this sequence and this piece of content and splice those together to create this sequence? I'm telling you, I can count on one hand out of hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of teams that I talk to every year that are thinking about outbound in a performance management and marketing way. And I'm telling you guys, we have the data. You know, we have the insights. Like I'll give you a good example. Orem, um, who's a call dialing, you know, auto dialer, human assisted dialing. Um, you know, they've done the data. It says the best time to call is between three to five. So guess what? They only call between three to five, right? That's because they've got so much data they're pumping through the system that they're optimizing the performance of the team and the system, right? So I want you to think about this. You, you cannot find one person who can do this job. 
The same way as whenever you get a performance, whenever you hire a performance advertising company, you get a copywriter, you get a data person, and you get an account strategist. My friends, outbound is absolutely no different. And I'm telling you this right now. If your team does not invest and think about outbound as a performance management, ongoing optimization activity, it will not be successful in 2023. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review.